0: This segment may contain tough topics that may not be suitable for young children listening without supervision. Topics discussed are to bring awareness and not to be suggested as a solution to any challenges being faced. All advice given is for entertainment purposes and not to be taken as medical advice. Please seek professional medical attention if you feel you are resonating and require help. Peace and love, beloveds. Welcome back. It's been a minute. I know. I know. I need to get better with uh, making sure these episodes come back to back because I'm sure you wanting more, and I do still got a whole lot to say. But life was lifing, and when life is lifing, you got to get your shit together so you could uh you know continue to keep moving forward. Uh, This episode is coming to you and it is going to be a doozy because it's going to be a two-part episode. Please excuse the background noise. Life is life, you know what I mean? But this episode is going to be a two-part episode and we are going to focus on accountability. (laughs) What accountability? That is something that many of us struggle with. I know I used to struggle with it. I will not claim that nowadays because now I'm extra accountable. So much so that I am accountable sometimes too much. And you might know what that's like too. But yeah, we're going to dive into that. We're going to eat steak and potatoes in this episode. But it's going to be a two-part episode. So I'm going to come on and do my thing. You know how I do. And then after I do my thing, I am going to bring on a guest. And we are going to talk about accountability in the world, okay? You hear that? Accountability in the world. Meaning accountability in business, accountability in friendships, accountability in romantic relationships, and being accountable with the most important person, yourself. all right. right? Let's get to it. So being that this episode focuses on accountability, I want to make sure we dive in and get to the root of the words by using the etymology of every single word that is seen as a, I want to say seen as a important piece of the conversation. So the first word we're going to define is accountability. Accountability as a noun is considered a state of being answerable is 1770, from accountable plus itty. Earlier was accountableness, which was in the 1660s. Now, because that definition has us looking at other definitions, we're also going to bring in itty uh, and accountable. So next we'll do itty, word forming element, making abstract nouns from adjectives and meaning Condition or quality of being. From Middle English, it, from Old French, it, modern French, "it," and directly from Latin, itintum, "itum," nominative, itas. We hope we're saying that right, you know. <laughs> don't get your girl, don't get your girl. Uh, but basically, it means condition or quality of being. Accountable adjective is. Answerable, literally liable to be called to account. The century is fourteen hundred. It's an Anglo-French word from Old French, accountable. Then they want you to see, for accountable, they want you to see account plus able. So we put up account and we have two forms of that word, which is the verb and the noun. The verb is century 1300, accounting. To count, enumerate, from Old French, a contier, to enumerate, reckon, up, render, account. So that basically means the reckoning for money given or received, rendered or reckoning. Uh, And from late 14th century, the sense to explain or justify. That's account verb. Now, account noun is also 1300th century, and it means counting, especially reckoning of money received and paid. Detailed statements of funds owed or spent or property held. Account reckoning terminal pay. That's an account noun. Now, they also wanted you to look up able, which is common, termination, and word-forming element of English adjectives, typically based on verbs, and generally adding a notion of capable, allowed, worthy of, requiring, to be, Sometimes full of causing. We also have the word responsibility that we're going to dive into. So we have responsibility as a noun, it's a fact or a condition of being responsible, accountable, or answerable, meaning that for which one is responsible, a trust, duty, etc. Uh, this is a 1787 word. And we have responsible adjective, which is accountable for one's actions, answerable to another for an act performed or its consequences, 1640s, from obsolete French responsable. Basically, to respond, answer to promise in return. Now, these are the words we're going to be diving into I'm sure you've heard these words on a daily basis. I'm sure you've heard these words just throughout your life and growing up. And it's always good to get to the root of the words so you can really dig into what they mean and how we will be using them. Right, y'all. So we got a little definitions up in there. We did all of that, right? So what's next? What is accountability? What is responsibility? What does that mean to you accountability let's take that one first accountability is the acceptance of responsibility for honest and ethical conduct towards others and oneself we always talk about on this podcast how the self is the most important person right you you are the beginning and the end to all things you teach people how to treat you And you do that by treating yourself in a certain manner, holding yourself to a a certain esteem. So the acceptance of responsibility for being honest to yourself and to other people is accountability. Also, acknowledging the effect your behaviors have on you and the people you interact and owning how you you contribute to negative cycles or positive cycles is accountability. What comes before accountability? Responsibility, right? Responsibility, that's ownership. Being accountable for the way you are not so much viewed, but the way that you are showing up in spaces, right? You, you be responsible. You, if you promise something, you want to make sure you, you maintain that. You want to maintain a sense of integrity about all you say and do. And don't get me wrong, not everybody maintains integrity or knows how to maintain integrity. And that's okay. That's okay. But you you know the saying, you know better, you do better. So once you become aware of where you're lacking in integrity, accountability, responsibilities, then it's on you to rectify those areas. Right? Um, An accountable person need not be responsible. Do you believe in that? Do you think that's really true? Right? Because some people might believe responsibility is task-oriented where accountability is result-oriented. In my mind, they wanted two devils, right? They wanted two devils at the end of the day or 2 one of two energies, we should say, right? Basically because accountability falls into responsibility, Right? When when you're being accountable, you, all right, let's let's put an example out there. Say, I decide that I am going to take on the responsibility of maintaining the cleaning every Sunday for an event or for a business, so on and so forth, right? And. If I don't do this cleaning, I know that the outcome is that the business is going to end up dirty, which will probably drive customers away, which will, you know, make the business look bad and therefore cause us to lose patronage. Now, I can shuck my responsibility and not do this. And then I can say, oh, well, I never said, you know, that I was going to do it all the time. Somebody else could do it. You know, somebody else should do it why I got to do it all the time or whatever. And that would be in a sense of not being accountable. Or I can own up to that aspect of me not doing it and what me not doing it has caused. Especially if I picked up the responsibility and nobody else was actually trying to do this responsibility and I decided I was going to take it on myself, then it's up to me in order to keep my integrity and to be accountable to speak out about why I don't want to continue to do this duty rather than to just stop doing the duty because now I shucked my responsibility as well as my accountability by trying to pass the buck. In this world, you will you will undoubtedly come across somebody trying to pass the buck, trying to put it off on somebody else, trying to not make it their problem. That Those are people that lack accountability, okay? I'm going to just say that plainly. That's just as plain as I could get it. And accountability is important. Accountability is really important. Responsibility is important. So like I said, one of two energies that can kind of go hand in hand. Now, let's talk about how you can practice accountability. This episode is not going to be extremely long just because I believe the, the meat of this episode is really going to be in the discussion with the guest i really want to dive into this because you can see it from so many different perspectives when you talk about the this particular this particular topic right like i can have my own views on accountability and you know five other people can have different views on accountability and therefore that's where the disconnect comes in so we have to kind of come together and figure out What is the morale of this situation? What is the actual right and wrong of accountability? And if we do that as a collective, then going forward, it would be easier to call someone out and not in a way of being negative, but to call someone out and say, hey, you know, that is not being accountable. I need you to be accountable. I need you to be more aware of what you're doing because it's harming me and it's it's, it's causing me to harm myself. Or, you know, and I don't mean harm myself like physically harm yourself. I have to state that just for legal purposes. I mean harm yourself in ways where now you're not maintaining your boundaries, which we talked about. You're you're causing yourself undue trauma for your mental health. You are having to forgive yourself over and over again for allowing someone to come in, you know, and you think they're going to be accountable and they're not. So it's just... It's just a wide array of things that fall under this accountability spectrum, which I'm, like I said, I'm really glad that I decided to do this topic after doing the other three topics. It just kind of flowed, you know? You know what I'm saying? It kind of flowed. Anyway, back to what we were discussing. How do you practice accountability? By taking personal responsibility. There go that word again. Responsibility showing evidence of what you have and haven't done, and regularly reporting on your progress. That is how you will practice responsibility when it comes to maintaining ethical workspace responsibility and accountability. Now, you can also do that in personal and platonic relationships by practicing accountability, but I think you wouldn't regularly be reporting in personal uh, relationships. That's more so for the workforce. But accountability is a trait of being responsible and open to having your decisions and actions scrutinized. There are four steps to accountability one, you see it. Two, you own it. Three, you solve it. And four, you do it. So see it, own it, solve it, do it. Adopt those and you will be making sure you maintain accountability. Most obvious part about a, a, of of the most obvious part of accountability is giving an account. Right? And we know what account means cuz we just we just define that. So, if you need to rewind How can you practice accountability in relationships? right? in your personal platonic relationships. You can involve your partner. You can access your regular behaviors, right? Assess them. Say, hey, I know I do this. I know I do that. I don't know if it's bothering you. Open up discussion. Communication is key. Consider how your actions affect the other party. Make changes that will benefit everyone. Follow the same steps with each person that this actually works with so if you have something that's working it makes no sense to change it check in regularly don't be don't be afraid to ask hey you know how how are things going is everything going right is is, am i moving in a manner that is conducive to continuing this relationship in a positive manner and consider involving a third party when things are not being understood. When you are at odds, that's when you should really be involving a third party. Not everything, not everything needs a third party. Not everything needs a mediator. Should we really be using a third party? Because if you're a part of the conscious community, you know what a third party is. <laughs> you know what a third party is, but we—that's a whole other episode. But we gonna say mediator. Not everything needs a mediation. However, mediation is extremely important in keeping both parties conscious and accountable. Because now you have somebody that doesn't necessarily side with one or necessarily side with the other, but sides with what's the truth. Because they they say a lie and a lie going to tell itself, right? You when you when you hear a lie, you know there's the truth, his side and her side. So. Accountability also, for my Christian listeners, is inside of the Bible, right? The Bible plainly emphasizes that real accountability is based on clear standards. God's word states it in Romans 2.12. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. Basically, the more you know, the greater your level of accountability is. 11:11. 11, 11. <laughs> I'm on point, y'all. So, then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Romans 14:12. Then we have Matthew 12:36, but I tell you that men will give an account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. And you also have Hebrews 4:13. No creature is hidden from him but all things are naked and exposed to the eye of him to whom we must give an account. There's also Romans 14, 12, Matthew 18, 15, James 3, 1, and Galatians 2, 11 through 14. Those are all Bible verses that speak on accountability. Now that we've talked a little bit about accountability and responsibility, I kind of want to d- divulge into what what it means to accept too much accountability and how that could be very damaging. Now, y'all know I always like to do personal experience, and um, from my personal experience, I have I have been both the person that lacks accountability as well as a person that has taken on too much accountability. Now, when I was a person that lacked accountability, I would. Uh, I was able to speak to people and tell them what I seen in them, how I viewed them, how their actions were hurting me. And I couldn't take the criticism back. I wasn't able to, to basically I could dish it, but I couldn't take it. And it happened so that a neighbor of mine one day kind of said that to me, like, you know, you are a very strong woman, but what I really noticed about you is that you can dish it, but you can't take it. and And that hurt my feelings. It really didn't hurt my feelings, but I knew that when it hurt my feelings, I needed to connect within myself and see why it hurt my feelings. So I had to sit with it. And I think I sat with it for about two months. And when I sat for it about them two months and I really like dug in it. And, you know, over the years, I've gone back to the person saying this and making sure that when somebody is telling me something, I'm accepting what they're saying and not just being like, you just saying that because. So... I realized that I was lacking accountability in those situations that I was able to, to view people in a sense, I was projecting how I was truly feeling about myself onto other people and not maintaining accountability that, hey, you do that too. That's why when they do it, it irritates you. They'll tell you sometimes you'll like to irritate other people's demons or sometimes other people's demons will irritate your demons. So that's where accountability comes in to be able to say, hey, I don't like what this person is doing. And you know why I don't like what this person is doing? Maybe because I've realized I've done this or maybe because I don't enjoy it being done to me, maybe I shouldn't do it to other people. So that's about being accountable. I've had several situations where now that I'm older, I can look back and see I wasn't accountable Um Mainly, even when it comes to romantic relationships, that's a really big one for me. Not being accountable for seeing red flags, noticing these things and still going on with the relationship anyway. Not standing up for myself, not being accountable to myself for my own standards and my own worth and making sure that I was the one showing someone how I I desire to be treated by treating myself that way. Sticking in relationships and staying for for the sake of not wanting to be by myself, for, for the sake of wanting the love, even though I wasn't receiving it. So that that was a person that lacked accountability. And then I became a person that took on way too much accountability. And when I took on way too much accountability, that looked like me not allowing the other person to carry what was actually theirs that that looked like me staying in a situation and when a person said something to criticize me i immediately internalized it and once i internalized it i start beating on myself i start negative self-talk about, you shouldn't have did this you shouldn't have did that maybe you should have stayed in that situation even though it wasn't conducive to how you wish to be treated maybe you should have just stuck it out and And try to work things out because you're so quick to leave. You're so quick to run. And I wasn't giving myself grace. I wasn't giving myself space to say, no, you don't deserve to be treated like that. And, you know, this person should treat you better. And this person should understand that it's not okay to do certain things. It's not okay to place blame on you and not take any responsibility for what they are doing and how they are doing. You know there it's something that I read not something that I read recently that was like you know people will be quick to judge you for changing, but they won't acknowledge the fact that their actions made you change, so you're quick to be mad about my reaction to things and how I'm moving and how i'm 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 not loving you or how i'm I'm no longer messaging you in the rise or I'm no longer you know speaking words of affirmations over you. And you think that's that's something that I should have been doing when in turn you was never pouring into this cup. And, and my actions are just simply reactions to how you have treated me. And it's that, you know, when you're dealing with a gaslighter, which I've had uh, the accounts of dealing with all too recently, when you're dealing with a gaslighter, they're going to have you believing that it's all you. And that is where accountability is lacking right? You don't want to be in situations like that. Accountability and taking too much accountability is damaging to your heart, your soul, your mind. You have to be okay with saying, yes, I did this, this, that, and the third, being able to name the things that you did and being okay with saying, you know what, I could do better next time around. Because remember we talked about when you burn bridges, it's not always necessarily necessary that those bridges can be rebuilt. Sometimes you can salvage relationships and you should salvage the relationships that are actually valuable to you. Now, those relationships are people that actually show you that you are valuable to them as well, meaning that they're going to come in and they're going to maintain their accountability as well. Now, if you're dealing with somebody and they're not maintaining their accountability and they're just expecting you to keep apologizing or to keep dealing with what they feel they should be doing, then you know that's a bridge burnt that you don't want to cross again. And it's okay. Good good riddance to rubbish. Good riddance to spoiled milk, right? I don't drink milk, but at least not that cow's milk. But that's another topic too. Anyway, maintaining too much accountability does not allow the other person to maintain any accountability, and that is a no-no. I, that's a no-no. I We're not doing that. The difference between responsibility and accountability, right? I also made sure I post some of that up. So responsibility, like we talked about, is task-oriented. Every person on the team may be responsible for giving a task that is required to complete a massive project. Accountability happens when, after a situation has occurred, it's how you respond and take ownership over the results. So basically we have a project due. I tell you, you have to make sure you have the pens and pencils and I'm going to make sure I have the paper. Now you don't make sure you get the pens and pencils, but I have the paper and now we can't, we can't convene and do what we need to do for the project. And now you say, but it's not my fault that I don't have the pens and paper. You didn't tell me what type of pens and paper to get. That's not holding accountability. Accountability would look like you saying, I wasn't sure which type of pens and which type of pens we were going to use on this paper. And I should have asked. Now we don't have them. And now we're going to try to rectify the situation by let's figure out what kind of pens we need. That's accountability. That was the perfect example of how you could be accountable in a situation that's lacking. But it's also responsibility. Because one, you didn't hold up your responsibility of maintaining what we needed to do for the project and now we may fail, right? And it's accountability because you're saying you weren't sure, you didn't know how to do it and you're acknowledging the fact that you were in the wrong. That's basically what accountability is. It's holding up your sense of saying, I was wrong for this, I know I was wrong for this how do we fix it? How do we move forward? How do you hold someone accountable? The first task is always to start with yourself. Right? You you should really be holding yourself accountable. And then that way other people will see how you are maintaining and treating yourself. And then they will treat, treat you in the way that you expect to be treated. You set clear expectations. You est- you establish standards. Once you establish those standards, then you're gonna obtain commitment, you're gonna follow up, follow up again, and then you assess the performance and how things go. That's considered that's considered great work ethic standards about assessing accountability. Now, when it comes to relationship-wise, how do you hold someone accountable is, once again, starting with yourself, setting those clear expectations, and then discussing when those expectations haven't been met. Hey, you did something I didn't like. You did something that pushed a boundary of mine, and I need to talk to you about it. And this person, if they're a golden standard person, is going to say, okay, let's talk about this situation and apologize, one. One. For, you know, ma- not maintaining that boundary that you need to maintain that you clearly stated. And then two, change their actions so that the apology that they just gave you is a true apology. Because when you apologize to someone, saying I'm sorry, which is not something I use, I, I think I apologize is much better because I'm not a sorry ass person. Uh, So when you say, I apologize, and then it's followed up by, I apologize for X, Y, and Z, and then going and changing so that you don't push that boundary again or do that again is an actual apology. If somebody is apologizing to you and continuing to do the same thing, then they truly do not mean that apology, and you should cut your losses, point blank, period. Can you forgive someone? that has not been accountable or that has crossed your boundaries to the point where now you feel you, you just feel not so great. Let's say like that. Can you forgive someone? Sure. You can forgive someone. Is is it going to take time? It sure is going to take time. If the person is of value and if you are of value to that person, then they will work with you through that right amount of time to to maintain what whatever relationship you are holding um when it comes to work i don't know how easy it is to maintain those type of relationships when accountability has not been held because with accountability comes trust and once you break that accountability then trust is broken and trust is not so easily it's not so easily fixed. It's like a piece of paper. You can crumple the piece of paper up and then you can unfold the paper and try to iron it out, but the creases are always there. So that's the same with accountability. Once, once you show me that I can't count on you, now I'm in survival mode and I'm no longer going to maintain that you can be accountable. Now I need to make sure I have a contingency plan when dealing with you because I know that you don't do what you say you're going to do. So, but there are ways to forgive someone, uh, peace into the present, whether you realize it or not, if you hold on to resentment, you're living in the past where all the hurt is unfolded. I know I have been a key example of holding on to things, even though I don't necessarily regret things, I have held on to things and they have replayed in my mind consistently and constantly. So it's like the file cabinet is always open and that causes issues and not so much issues for another person a lot of issues just for yourself in general. So, you know, you might want to flip your focus from others to yourself. Once again, there it goes. That's self, right? Being responsible for yourself. That's basically what I am learning on my healing journey is that it's really all about self. If every single one of us really focus on self and stop focusing on outside of ourselves and what others are doing outside of ourselves, this planet would be so much better than what it is okay take responsibility for your feelings yeah you have those feelings and it's okay to have those feelings don't let anyone tell you it's not okay to feel don't let anyone tell you you cannot be emotional don't let anyone tell you that it's it's not okay for you to for you to take the time that you need to feel the feels that you need to feel uh you can own your part own your part in whatever situation own your accountability do not take the other person's accountability do not take it on yourself to be responsible for somebody else's issues you will lose every time stop looking to feel slighted now that's a big one right there you, you that's when you're you going looking for things now because once the thing takes place now you're looking for other scenarios with which is why you feel the way you feel. You have to you have to make it bigger. I'm going to give you an example. So, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody and that relationship ends and now you go back in your head and you start replaying the things that went wrong, you start adding to things. You start adding to this list of things of why you don't like this person or, you know, why this person wasn't any good for you Or, you know, just just in general, you just start building this huge list of why this person wasn't valuable and you you glad they're not in your life anymore. Don't don't do that to yourself and don't do that to the other person either. Sometimes people are in your life for a lot longer than you expect. And sometimes they're in your life for a very quick moment and they're gone. But every person that enters your life and 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 in view of you or, you know, that you can you talk to. You get to know there is some type of lesson learned there. And we can get better with taking the lessons, learning what we need to learn, and moving forward in grace. Because we want people to hold grace for us. We have to hold grace for other people. Sometimes that person is not a bad person. They're just not your person. Sometimes that job was not a bad job. It just wasn't suited for you. And that's okay. We don't have to victimize ourselves and we don't have to make other people the villain. It's not healthy. You can apply a loving lens to all things that happened, all things that went down. I have really learned from a lot of different situations, especially this last situation and um, having a whole new child and everything. I I had to put a loving lens on the situation and I had to maintain my respect for myself and for the other party and just simply say, you know what, everything happens for a reason. It is what it is. And I'm not going to disparage who who I was or who this person may have been to me at this time. But you know what, because you don't maintain your accountability and because I want to maintain my accountability, this this no longer works and it's okay for you to go your way, and it's okay for me to go my way. That's how you maintain accountability for yourself, and you don't take on too much accountability for the other person. You leave it there with them. Applying a loving lens can can apply to many areas of life. Now, there are several areas of accountability we discussed. We discuss business relationships, we discuss personal platonic relationships, as well as romantic, and most importantly, the relationship with self when it comes to accountability. I always make sure I leave you some references inside of my YouTube. Uh, So there will be two different articles. One is accountability and relationships, how to practice accountability. And another reference will be four ways to take accountability for your actions and why so many don't. Take accountability for your actions. I also wanted to make sure I was leaving you with some questions. You know, journal prompting is really important. Especially when you touch a subject like this. Because, like I said, this subject is just so wide. It's it's just so large. It can go on and on and on. And I didn't want the episode to just go on and on and on, especially because I wanted to make sure we leave some room for the guest. So Can you think of a time when you have been accountable for a situation that you originally thought you had no fault in? Can you think of a situation where you have taken too much accountability? Can you apologize for not being accountable? What does that look like? Is there ever a time when you shouldn't be accountable? And make sure you elaborate on that last one there. because. When is there a time that you shouldn't be accountable? When, why is there a time that you shouldn't be accountable? Those are all great questions to, uh, to mull over. And just like always, I got to let you know I enjoyed building with you. I appreciate all my listeners. And I thank you for being patient with me and helping me. Continue to open my throat chakra as this is exactly what it's helping me to do. It's helping me maintain my journey of elevation. And I'm glad that I get to share my perspective with the people who are willing to listen. Um, There are other ways to contact me. I always make sure I post that up in there. There are ways for you to get your opinion out there on what we discuss. You can use the link in my Instagram to drop a voice message. You can drop me a line on YouTube. You can use the website to uh, send me information or to uh, get consultation, have a conversation um, with me. There's just many avenues of connection in this cyber matrix right but I enjoyed y'all thank you so much for uh listening and taking the baby and throwing out the bath water instead of just throwing out the baby with the bath water I've enjoyed building beloveds and I look forward to many many more till next segment may you have the life you deserve this is Empress JL shining out I don't know what the F I'm doing but I'm doing it anyway I currently have a website called Aura Couture Apothecary where I blog, create monthly newsletters with all types of interesting information, connect with clients spiritually by providing readings, as well as create spiritual uplifting products that help individuals on their personal journey of elevation. That's aura couture Apothecary. Com. Feel free to drop me a line. You can find other avenues of contact on my website at the bottom of the homepage. Let's connect.